0: Hey you. Welcome to the Even In Weight Loss podcast with Sherry Capela. I'm so excited that you are here. Hi, my name is Landon. This episode of My Mommy's Podcast is sponsored by the Seekers Method for weight loss. It's the group coaching program that God gave to her to lose her weight. If you would like to join, go to sherycapula.com to get on the emailing list so you can sign up to the next time she opens enrollment. M- meet, which is soon. Okay, I need to get back to my Legos now. Now back to the show. Bye. Hey you, welcome to the podcast. I am recording this while I have two little dogs, walk, well little dogs, one of them's a giant dog, um, walking around my office sniffing because I laced my office with doggy treats as in an effort to you know, distract them and keep them quiet, not realizing how long they would continue to hunt and search for these doggy treats <laughs> and how loud their crunching is. So guess what? This could be entertaining. So welcome to the episode. I am so excited. I know I say that every time, but you know what? God's word is just amazing. And I'm literally that excited about it every single time I come to you. So today, like literally, I say this a lot and it is so true. I can't read the Bible because every time I read the God, the Bible, God reveals something major to me for you, even in weight loss. So today we're gonna to talk a little bit, <clears throat> excuse me, about how to kill your weight loss excuses. Cause girl, you know you have them. I know you have them because I have them. <laughs> even even while I'm you know, sitting here right now, finally, praise the Lord in my skinny jeans. Well, trust me, I'm not like sitting here in my skinny jeans recording because it doesn't matter how much weight you lose, even that's not comfortable. I'm sitting here in my small pants. But the point is, I'm a few steps ahead of you on this journey. That is it. I don't say that to brag. I I say that to show you what is possible when you just do the things that God tells you to do and you you believe that obedience is necessary in order to get out of prison, when you just trust him and you seek him and you pursue him, I still have excuses. I mean, even just this morning, I, I teach something in the Seeker's Method that is called the burn and brew, and it's where we just do a quick exercise in phase three um, in a fasted state in the, the time it takes for our coffee to burr, to burr, to brune my goodness to brew. So I burn some calories while my coffee's brewing. But I'm telling you, I, I can still hear the excuses like just this morning walking up to do my excuses at or to do my exercises really to do my exercises while I was, you know, pressing start on the coffee pot. I could hear the excuses brewing in the back of my mind like, I don't want to do this. I deserve a break it's not easy. You know, I'm I'm eating too cleanly and therefore I don't have the energy. I mean, what? Come on, stop it. You've been doing this for how many years and you still have these, you know, metaphorical little giants, if you will, in the back of your head telling you things that you're, you know, leaning toward listening to. So I need you to know that this episode could free you. I mean, it is powerful. In fact, it's so powerful. I'm calling it a free, um, For my podcast listeners, a free Christian life coaching for weight loss workshop podcast episode thingy because I'm going to share some content in in here with you that might open your eyes to the giants stopping you from taking your promised land okay because there are real and perceived giants in our way so let's let's talk about your weight loss giants okay the giants that you might might not even realize exist and keep you perpetually stuck in your fat pants i know these giants because i used to allow them in my life these these giants are the thoughts and feelings and the the reasons and excuses that we have for not even starting a weight loss journey, or not even finishing one sometimes, sometimes they are giants who who kind of just keep us stuck just on the outside of our promised land. I mean, does that sound familiar to you? I mean, okay, so I'm reading the Old Testament, and I've told you I can't get I can't get through it. I'm stuck in Deuteronomy right now. It's an amazing place to live for a while, to pull over, to just ruminate, to just marinate in God's word. And from that, to extrapolate his God God's word as it relates to us on our weight loss journey. So in the Old Testament, the Israelites feared the giants who occupied the promised land that God had promised to them. And you know, it's funny because if you read the Bible, you can see how the Israelites went from complaining to disobeying, to rebelling, to full out like just right into full out denial. Like if you read the scriptures, you know, if you're, re- you know, you get what I'm saying. Like you can literally see how complaining, disobedience, rebellion, and denial were like how they progressed. Like they started at, you know, it's like the gateway drug, if you will, of um, being stuck. You start. It starts with complaining and then disobeying and then rebelling and then full out denial to the point of you know, being frozen and being stuck in the land of like analysis paralysis, right? (laughs) All right, I'm off track. But anyhow, when you read the Bible in the Old Testament, you can see how the Israelites went from complaining to disobeying, to rebelling, right into full denial. You start to think you know what, that they were kind of weak and even a little bit foolish because, I mean, let's face it, God was with them. God was cheering them on, telling them what to do and literally how to do it and literally promising them freedom and victory in exchange for their trust. Yet they couldn't stop disobeying and they couldn't stop doubting what they saw in the natural, like what they physically saw in their surroundings, and as a result, what they thought and how they felt about what they thought and what they saw. I mean, do you agree? I mean, so let's talk about this. You know, if you think about it, they had physical fears about their giants, despite a spiritual promised promise from our giant God. I mean, that's powerful because we can relate to that, right? We know that we have physical physical fears about our own giants, despite spiritual promises about what we can do, whose mind we have, in what realm we fight our battles. We have spiritual promises from our giant God, yet we start to trust what we only experience in the physical and then what manifests in our thoughts and feelings. So the Israelites you know, there they are. They had physical fears about their giants, despite a spiritual promise from our giant God. They were just like us, rather. We are just like they were, right? So as we begin to even entertain the thoughts of stepping on the narrow path in the direction of our weight loss promised land, if you will, as we attempt to lose weight, yet again, we start to recognize all of the giants on the path ahead of us. Can you relate to this? I mean, our giants kind of live in two realms here. There's the physical and the emotional realm. Our physical giants' features, you know, that manifest physically, their features are things like, like, how, how do I explain this? Our physical giants' features. They're things like How we imagine ourselves doing hard things in order to lose weight, hard and new things like, you know, changing our routine, going to bed early, stopping binging on Netflix and actually prioritizing time with God. Or, um, you know, it's, it's the feelings, excuse me, that manifest when we start to think about these things, right? Like when we imagine ourselves doing hard things and new things, like changing our, routines in our schedules, or the way that we imagine ourselves not doing the familiar things, the easy things that we, you know, currently do. Things like easy, cozy things, you know, like coming home from work and driving through McDonald's and coming home and, you know, telling the kids to do their homework and to do their teamwork and chores around the house and flopping on the couch <laughs> or, feeling stress and drinking it away, right? Anyone? Or feeling emotional baggage and um, eating it away, things like that. So our giants start to have physical features in these things. Sometimes our physical giants start to manifest as the as the response we we receive or the response we imagine that we will receive from the people that we live with, who don't like change but who might be the exact reason why we need to change, right? Like the way that that physical giant manifests or takes shape is in the form of, well, I can't lose weight because, you know, my husband doesn't like it when I'm on a diet or my kids don't eat what I prepare. Oh, I just want to go off on a tangent and give you so many solutions there. But sometimes another way that like our giants appear is, you know, in the form of financial limitations. And sometimes these giants are real, like it's just more affordable. It's more budget friendly to eat at McDonald's or to buy the frozen food that, you know, is the, you know, cook it in the microwave kind of food full of the preservatives and all the things. So sometimes our giants are real. Financial limitations is one way or even physical limitations such as, you know, maybe, maybe you don't know your way around the kitchen or so you have an inability to cook. Girl, I have so many tips for you, if that's you. Or even a physical limitation that keeps you from standing and prepping. I get it. But even these giants can be conquered. Yeah, I mean, totally. Every single one of them. I know this because I've watched, I've watched these giants fall down and die. <laughs> in my own life and in the lives of my personal clients. These giants have got to be killed in our lives because they truly step in our way and they convince us that we simply cannot do the impossible because they're standing in our way. And you know what, if you don't kill these giants, they just become bigger. And the way that they become bigger is because they multiply, they become an army. If we don't allow God to do great things in our lives to do to help us, you know, overcome hard things, We're going to live in mediocrity, stuck in our fat pants, because we chose, just like the Israelites, to believe our circumstances and our thoughts about those circumstances more than we choose to believe and trust God. So these giants, you know, these giants, these physical and these emotional giants, these physical giants were actually... These physical giants, when they merge with our emotional giants, they tend to kind of form an army in our soul, you know, an army of this, an army of the magnitude of, you know, the physical limitations like I just shared with you, and even the emotional ones that I'm going to step you through. An army of this magnitude does and will continue to stop you in your tracks, quite even, quite possibly even stop you from stepping into God's will for your life. I know this is a deep episode, but I encourage you to pay attention to focus on the words I'm sharing with you because they came. They were inspired by God as I was reading Deuteronomy the mor- this morning. The army that emerges when you allow your physical giants to live is what takes place as a result of allowing the physical giants to merge together with the emotional giants. And this is what I'm going to, I'm going to unpack this a little bit for you. It's an army that we begin to trust and fear and believe over trusting and believing in God. And it's based on perceived, it's based on their perceived strength. It's based on the sheer magnitude of what needs to be done and how weak you are to do it, right? The emotional giants are the internal thoughts that you have that somehow support your physical giants. And all of these giants live in the land where excuses and reasons reign. But here's the thing about our emotional giants. Most of them, we can't even see. Like we're stopped we stop in our tracks and don't even try to lose weight because of things we just think. I mean, think about that for a second, right? <laughs> Most of the giants that are stopping us from entering our promised land are things we can't even see, yet we fear and we feel them and they have an elusive control over us. They're, they have this strength above us. This an elusive control over us above and beyond the physical giants sometimes, right? Think about your emotional weight loss giants for a minute. These giants come in the form of doubt, for example. I mean, let's, let's think about doubt for a second. How does doubt manifest in your thought process when it comes to weight loss? Okay, so doubt can kind of appear in the thoughts that you have. Thoughts like, what if I fail again? What if I What if i'm uncomfortable and i don't like it what if i just quit as soon as it gets hard again like i always do i mean these are things i hear clients say all the time these are thoughts i had all the time or even like um it's too hard and i can't do it or you know what i don't know what's happening but i kind of can't stop quitting or let me think about this um my family my family's all just really big-boned, Sherry. You don't understand. I get that one a lot. Or we're, we're Italian, <laughs> and we just eat this way. You know, we have to have pasta because we're Italian, or we have to have, you know, this dish because we're Greek, whatever it is. My family's all big-boned. Everyone in my family struggles with their weight. Or another giant that can keep you from your, pl- your promised land. Switching gears from doubt a little bit now. Another giant that can keep you, keep you stuck and keep you out of your promised land is fear. Thoughts like, fearful thoughts like, what if my family won't eat what I've cooked? Or what will I do about the trip that's coming up in a month? You know, we start to talk ourselves out of our promised land because we know that there's a trip coming up and we know we want to eat all the crappy food. Another way that we have fearful thoughts is, my husband won't stop eating blank food. You insert the blank the food item in the blank. My husband won't quit eating blank food despite my perpetual perpetual request for him to stop eating it in front of me. I get that. My husband wouldn't stop. This is me talking. My husband literally wouldn't stop drinking beer and eating chips and salsa. And I would see that and want that. Or another fearful thought you might have is my husband keeps eating these things in front of me, and when he does it, I just feel really weak and I feel unsupported, and I always struggle and I end up giving up. It's like we like put the blame on him a little bit. So do you see these excuses and reasons that reign in the land where our giants exist? You know what I mean? So after this really quick commercial break, we're going to talk about what to do and what God's word says about these giants, even in weight loss. Hey, welcome back. Okay. So before the commercial break, we were talking a little, about, a little bit about your physical and emotional giants that keep you stuck. So do you see how these things are physical and emotional giants that keep you stuck kind of on the wrong side of your promised land? I encourage you to hit pause right now and to think about your own physical excuses and reasons. You know, your physical and emotional ones. And also think about your, your emotional thoughts that feed those excuses and reasons, your, you know, your fears and doubts, like literally think about the physical things that you believe to be true, the things that are giants that are keeping you stuck from moving forward. And think about your emotions. Think about the emotions that you have when you think about losing weight or when you think about doing the hard things needed to arrive at true and real weight loss. What are your fears? Like, what's going on? What are you fearing? What are your doubts? What are you thinking you can't do? These are your giants. These are the reasons and excuses. They seem so real, don't they? I mean, think about it. Don't they feel like they feel so real? And you know what the best part about doing this exercise is and just kind of linking this up in this analogous way of seeing your reasons and excuses and fears and thoughts and all linking it to being giants. The best part here is that God's word, even more than God's word, girl, using God's word, but God is about to show you how you how you give life to these giants, how you feed them. This is this is the fun part of the show. <laughs> I should say the uncomfortable part for me, but this is the real work here. God's about to show you how you give life to those giants, how those giants use you to destroy yourself. This is where self-sabotage enters. I mean, they do that. These giants are evil and they're conniving. You become the instrument of destruction against yourself, even in weight loss. These giants know how to defeat you because they've been allowed to practice defeating you. So I hope that you will truly consider spending a moment thinking about Thinking about what your, about what your giants, what they look like, and to like truly spend a minute, this is real self-care, truly spend a minute thinking about what you are thinking about. Now, I encourage you to ask yourself this, how do these giants, how do they even measure up? to God. This is where we're using the hindsight and the lessons learned by watching what the Israelites did, what they did and what they didn't do because of fear and doubt and complaining and rebellion and all those things. This is where we leverage scripture to teach us a lesson. So ask yourself, how do my own giants measure up to God? Like how do those thoughts and reasons and excuses measure up to God? How do they measure up to his strength, to his might? And you know what? What if I told you that God will make you stronger so that you can live in the presence of these giants as he goes with you on your journey to lose weight? I mean, do you believe me? Because it's totally possible. You see, these giants are not stronger than our God. Even though some of them may appear in your life, God is still stronger. There isn't any obstacle you cannot overcome. If you know and trust that your strength is in him, your giants, that your giants really, they just need prayer. Your giants should consume your prayer life. They should be feeding your spiritual life and faith instead of feeding your fears. Your giants should consume your prayer life. In the Seekers Method, I teach women to overcome these giants when I teach them to plan their weaknesses, to identify their daily and weekly obstacles, and to pray and plan over those areas of their lives where the giants lurk. Each of your giants can be taken down one by one by simply obeying what God's word says. I'm going to give you a scripture. When you obey what 2 Corinthians 10 5 says and you trust it and you do it, weight loss is possible. Second Corinthians ten five says that we destroy every proud obstacle that keeps us from knowing God. We capture our rebellious thoughts and we teach them to obey Christ. This is how you fight those battles. This is how you defeat your giants, even in weight loss. But there's a truth here. There's a come to Jesus moment in that scripture. Each of your giants are simply proud obstacles. God's word is telling us here that our pride is getting in the way. I know we don't like facing that we're prideful, but you know what? Pride exists even in weight loss. God's word is telling us here that our pride is getting in the way. When he said that we have proud obstacles, we call these things We don't call them our proud obstacles. Okay, we call them our reasons why we can't lose weight. Our obstacles to weight loss are our excuses. Each of these things are our proud obstacles. But many of them are just the ways that we allow giants to keep us from our promised land. I mean, do you see it, right? You see it, right? (laughs) So here's the thing. What you need to know about me is, yeah, I didn't know it, but I was slaying giants while I was losing weight, but here's the real thing. You are listening to a giant killer right now. Me in all the ways that I had to step out and fight. I mean, I've battled to continue. I battle and I continue on a near daily basis. I, I'm constantly fighting giants on the daily in my path as I pursue becoming a Christian life coach for weight loss. I mean, as God, as God kind of took me out of my comfort zone and as he still takes me out of my comfort zone right now, as he takes me from wilderness to wilderness, cause girl, it happens all the time, but when it's happening, I'm being made stronger as I trust what he tells me as possible when I believe in him and not myself not what I see, not what I think or feel. When I stop giving into fear because of the giants who stand in my way, he's making me stronger. I mean, I want to tell you a quick little story because I know this is a longer episode, but I want to tell you, I mean, I had to identify the giants in my life. I had to look at the way that I had allowed them to be proud obstacles that perpetually kept me stuck in my fat pants, in denial, and thinking that I couldn't do the things that God told me I could do. I had to look at how I had allowed these giants to become bigger than I had allowed God to be in my life. I had to take them down one by one. I mean, stepping out of the life that I used to live where I was a yoga practicing, world seeking, comfort worshiping, you know, just little lost soul who drank alcohol nearly daily and lived for the approval of the world. When I did that, it was so scary. I had to leave, I had to leave my land of mediocrity in in order to step into the promised land that God was whispering into my heart. You have no idea of the giants I have slain and that I continue to slay on the daily. I have giants literally intimidating me at nearly every pass on this narrow path of obedience to God's call on my life. I mean, some of them are even real people. Like, I, you have no idea. When you step out and say you're a Christian life coach for weight loss, people hate you. And I know this because I have so many trolls, trolls telling me how ugly I am on YouTube and that I need, literally, that I need plastic surgery. Or even jumping on my Facebook Lives and debating God's word with me. Or, you know what, even my own family and friends. I'm just gonna be real with you. I have so many people who don't understand what I'm doing, who have expressed their doubt and their, you know, disapproval and even apprehension about my decision to walk away from my six-figure career To become a stay-at-home mom with our children and to do this weird, you know, elusive, you know, life coaching thing. I mean, literally, if you only knew. (laughs) I mean, in my world, I have lost so much credibility to those who have known me my whole life. I didn't know what I was walking into when I stepped out in faith toward the direction that God was telling me to walk in. But you know what? Here's the thing. (laughs) I can only see this in hindsight. When you have an encounter with God, the way that I did, change happens. You cannot not be changed when you encounter God. So I'm encouraging you to have an encounter with God. Ask him to show you your physical and emotional giants ask him to help you to believe and trust in him more than in the way that you are trusting and believing in those giants he's going to help you he's going to show you the narrow path to take as you leave the land where you've been held where you've been held captive because of your fear of the giants on the outside of your comfort zone god will go ahead of you and he will clear your path i mean his word tells you that he's going to go ahead of you But he's waiting for you to believe him and to trust him enough to actually take that first step to trust in his might, to trust in his might more than you trust in your giant's perceived power, even in weight loss.